0: Going to be great pressure on you guys, to be honest with you. Fox News to rescind your call. It was, it was a premature call. You know we were livid about the fact that you and then the AP made that call. There are seven organizations that call states on election night from time to time. Seven. Five of those seven did not make that call and okay you guys Tom, we want got it and don't want to be in a position this Thank is going you. to lead Joe Biden to falsely declare himself the president elect at some point <laughs> understood and I don't we, think you want going that to hanging have around
1: your neck. An- they're saying that the outstanding vote is over 600,000 and that the president is on schedule in terms of what they see to be at over 60 something percent if that were the case would that state move if if it, if a frog had wings I mean, what we believe we believe fairly strongly that um, the vote is going to come in. It's going to confirm our call. Others will then call Arizona for
0: the former vice president. Um, we're confident in our call. I don't really get the point of arguing these things. Mm. Why, why doesn't everybody it, 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 you tell me what the political advantage is? Why you don't just say, well, "Let's count and find out." It,
2: Politics in motivating the base and getting donations is all about uh, myth-making and scenario-like uh, setting expectations and assumptions and beliefs and then using those to motivate people and, and make money. And if you can make people believe the election was stolen on both sides, that keeps people engaged and whipped up and donating <laughs> and voting and the rest of it. Um, And the way you do that, um, and we got a great email on this. Uh, somebody pointed out that um biden and his and his peeps um when trump sues because philadelphia had a hundred thousand dead people vote that's evidence that see he's not leaving office just like we said he's the new hitler so they can you they set these vague expectations and all and
0: say we told you And keep people engaged. So the quick headlines, and then I've got a tiny bit of analysis. The quick headlines are: Arizona announced they're not going to give results probably till till tomorrow, so we're probably not going to know who's president till at least tomorrow. Nevada is going to like an hour from now um, release their number, but it's not. It it used to be that if Nevada goes for Biden, it's over; Trump can win. But since Arizona's still hanging out there now, kinda yeah, um, it's it's not over even if Nevada announces. Uh the other part of it that's interesting to me is um one Brett Bear that was so that was the first clip you heard was a a Trump lawyer guy uh, arguing with Brett Bear and angry that they'd called it for Arizona. Brett Bear made the point later in his show that look, we stand by the call we made our department does but we don't make this decision. I mean, it doesn't actually mean anything. It
2: doesn't have the weight of law.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'll count and then determine. And if we were wrong, you know, we we don't change anything. So lighten up is basically what he's saying. But what would be hilarious is, so right now, Rudy and Newt and various people, Trump, are arguing that there's all kinds of shenanigans going on. Mm-hmm. The Biden crowd... And a lot of Democrats are saying, no, these are good, honest citizens that just want to do the right thing and count the votes correctly. Uh-huh. If Trump, all of a sudden, it turns out he does win Nevada and Arizona, I assume these scripts will flip completely. Oh, yeah, then just hand them to each other. Th- just, just save time. Yes. They'll just fax each other, fax, email each other this script yes. so that now the Democrats can say, it's rigged, we weren't allowed to watch the vote counting, how dare they? And the Republicans will say... These were just good citizens counting the votes, and the right thing happened. Right, yeah. Which That'll is why each side
2: has lawyers, and each side scrutinizes the hell out of the process, and it, it keeps, um, you know, real uh, vote fraud from happening in large uh, amounts. Some of the, the big one-party cities that are run by machines, they absolutely... Uh, you know, if there's electoral reform that we really need, um, and it's tough because the states are in charge of the processes, is that... Um, There needs to be just complete transparency of the mechanics of it. Um, And and some national bipartisan committee ought to recommend X, Y, and Z to all the states, and they adopt it. Just to end some of this wild, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and or exaggerations and or opportunity
0: to actually cheat. I don't know where the opportunity comes in because I don't actually know how the vote counting works. I don't know where the best chance to manipulate stuff happens. It can't be at the individual person counting the vote level. It's got to be higher up than that. Mm -hmm. Because you couldn't change enough votes if you're just an individual vote counter. Well, and all of them, or almost all of them, have security cameras now. Mm -hmm. You can trust me. I I want Trump to win. But if I sat there and every ballot was Biden, I'd write down how many were Biden. But the, the crowd that actually believes Trump is a racist and a white supremacist, they would feel like they're doing the right thing for the nation. Sure.
2: Which is why it has to be super transparent. So speaking of transparency, I I think this may be a glimpse into my soul, and I think it matters politically, too.
0: A glimpse into Joe's soul. Do we have music for that? I don't know if we do or not.
2: Welcome to A Glimpse Into Joe's Soul, hosted by Joe. That's me. Why am I the announcer, too? I'm a one-man shop. Welcome. It's a one-man show. Right.
0: It's like you on a stage in Broadway with a single spotlight.
2: I had an experience last night that I think you've probably had before, Jack. I'm not sure. Judy and I were eating... Drank so much you fell down the stairs? Well, I know you've had that experience. (laughs) No. I didn't go upstairs last night, so I saved the humiliation. So Judy uh, made some absolutely fabulous uh, meatballs.
0: Ooh, that sounds good right now. I'd eat the heck out of a meatball. And homemade Italian-style
2: tomato sauce. Oh, man,
0: I would eat that right now. Oh,
2: it was so good. Just spicy enough. Just fabulous. Um, And At uh, the midway point of the meal, when I started to get full, I said to her, hey, is this Milo? Milo being the name of my friend Joe's steer that Hmm. got to the point of uh, his, his ultimate fate.
0: You're not supposed to have a name on the animals you slaughter. He'd become half a pet to the family.
2: But they had a meeting, and Papa pointed out, listen,
0: Milo did something wrong.
2: <laughs> and actions have consequences. <laughs> I have tried Milo and found him guilty. <laughs> but he said, look, because they ended up adopting Milo. I Can't remember if he'd gotten injured or uh, the 4 h who was going to raise him. Something happened. I can't recall the specifics, but they ended up adopting Milo. They've got a big, biggish place in the country and almost enough grass to feed them. But anyway, and they fed him tons and tons of hay, the rest of it. but, And he became half a pet for the family. But they had a family meeting. And my buddy pointed out to his kids, who are both uh, teenagers and, and terrific young people. Um, he said, listen, Milo was born and raised to be beef cattle. He's had an incredible life for a beef cattle cow and here. And
0: I'm hungry. Has he ever been to Europe? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but having said that, there is no going to Europe or getting a graduate degree and realizing his dream is whatever.
0: Becoming a lawyer.
2: He's a, exactly. <laughs> He's beef cattle.
1: And his I ultimate, would like to move to adjourn. And, <laughs>
2: Hilarious! Wow, the eight-year-old demographic really <laughs> responding to that. You child, <laughs> oh, I'm tempted oh. to go down that road because oh. God knows I'm not too good to do it. But um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so that uh, and and the end will be painless, and and he will realize his fate. So anyway. people want the beef, <laughs> yes, sir, we do. <laughs> so I brought that up, and the minute the words were out of my mouth, I thought, uh oh. Should I have said that? How am I going to react to that? Because hmm. I petted Milo and I met him and uh, met him and everything, and he was a nice cow, <laughs> a nice steer bull, whatever he was. What do I know? I was born in the suburbs. Um, he was going on like twelve, thirteen hundred pounds though, so he had to be careful. If <laughs> you, if he, <laughs> he's a cow. <laughs>
1: That's probably typical for, for, yeah.
2: And he would knock you for a loop just accidentally.
1: Body shaming a
0: steer.
2: <laughs> but anyway, I thought, uh-oh, am I about to get nauseated? Because I'm thinking about Milo the nice cow, and n- nope, he was delicious, and I just kept eating.
0: Good for you. Uh, uh, is it because
2: I'm heartless or just a realist? To try to be rational? I, I don't, don't know. Because I, I can picture some people who I know and love who would have thrown
0: down their fork, backed away from the table, and tried not to vomit. My wife and youngest son right. both have this problem. Since we have so many animals and they're all pets, mm-hmm. um, their, their ability to eat meat has really gotten difficult, whereas yes. I have no problem whatsoever. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a man-woman-child thing or different personality types. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I can separate the two. I'm, you know, uh, Judy was fine too, by the way. I have this animal that's a pet, and I like it. Mm-hmm. And I have this animal that is uh, a pet, but I'm going to eat it at some point.
1: In their natural, you know, letting the animals roam free, you know, as opposed to being raised for meat or whatever, their natural end was going to be food for another animal, and terribly, right, right, oh, yeah, yeah, gruesome, being torn apart. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, now, could I, like, uh, realize, ah, oh, I was going to take something out to thaw. Hey, let's eat Baxter, my dog. Could I do that? That's a good question. And no. What's, and
0: what's the difference? Uh, part of it, well. Um, Baxter's a good boy.
2: <laughs> Baxter is an extremely intelligent creature that that lives to serve and please and socialize. He's a pack animal, the rest of it. Um. They say pigs are very intelligent, though, um, and I've eaten the hell out of many pigs mm-hmm. <laughs> through my life. Ah, uh,
0: I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time
2: thinking about these things, but
0: um, yeah. My my wife and uh, youngest, my eight year old, have gone through periods where they just like meet The idea of it was an animal weirding them out because they spend so much time around animals. Um, hasn't had that effect on me, but yeah. Yeah. We got some chickens recently, and I'm really, for some reason, I'm finding it very satisfying. I'm not exactly sure why. And they're free range, or they just run around our property. And so I pull in, uh, our gate opens, and I go down our driveway, and there's chickens crossing the road. I have no idea why. Why did it? Yeah, and, yeah. uh And, and it just, there's something pleasing about it. It's got to be something deep down about our genetics or something that I'm getting pleasure from this.
2: Another friend of mine, uh, retired police officer, still involved in policing and consultant-type work. Um he got the very same sort of chickens.
1: He is more fond of those chickens than I would have guessed was possible.
0: Yeah, it becomes a thing, like feeding them and they all run over and just uh, seeing yeah. them about. I, so want,
1: weird. I want chickens. That's a thing for me. Like in, when I get a house or whatever, that's one of the things I want is a little chicken thing where I can go out and get some eggs. Yeah. Like yeah. even just the, the yolk color on the eggs that they oh, eat yeah. is so incredible. Yeah. So vibrant. So yellow.
0: We got a dirty egg second dog, so we haven't been able to get any eggs because one of our dogs is just obsessed with finding the eggs and eating them. Which dogs hair. do? Oh, oh. I don't know what we're gonna do about that. But. Um, see, eat him. you can eat them. So no, I couldn't do that. Okay, I could not do that. Okay, that I couldn't do. Settled. Why? I don't know. Not exactly sure.
2: Nah.
0: Um, our text line is four one five two nine five 295 kftc I think we brought you up to the speed on the, the latest on the, the vote, and we're not going to know most certainly today who's the president of the United States. And as we mentioned earlier in the show, maybe we ought to repeat that, it doesn't look like the Republicans have the Senate wrapped up after all. We might need another election January 5th for that. Oh, good. Which is just what we all need. Because I'm so disappointed the last one's over. That and other stuff on the way.
2: Armstrong and...
1: Give that the out. Biden crime family steal the election. The media is covering up. The Biden crime family stealing this election. The media is covering it up. The Biden crime family stealing this election. The media is covering up. We want our freedom for the world. Give us our freedom, Joe Biden. Joe yeah. Biden is covering up this election. He's stealing it. Where were we? What was the last question? <laughs> but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head.
0: So they ignored the tank top guy who ran in and said that, who seems a little too perfect and maybe like he was trying to become a YouTube star or something. Tank top?
1: Uh, T-shirt with the sleeves cut off with the three words, barbecue, beer, and freedom, just right on the front.
0: Yeah. Mm. It just seemed a little too, you tried too hard to be a certain kind of guy.
2: Little Lady Gaga pretending to be Middle America-ish. Whatever. Story we didn't talk about. Unbelievable.
0: Um, I just saw a headline that for Major League Baseball, the NFL, and NBA, they think those three leagues lost $13 billion this year from COVID That's combined. A, yeah. Wow. And any reason to think it's going to be much different next year? Uh,
2: yes, because as of now, Major League Baseball won't play unless they have fans in the seats.
0: So you lose even more money
2: well, they they just lost too much money putting on a season and paying the players. Um,
0: so did they not have to pay the players if they don't play?
2: More or less, yeah. I can't remember so the specifics So it's cheaper of it to but, not
0: play than to... Yeah, to, that's
2: why it took so long to get it going again. They were trying to. They were arguing about how much salary the pro-rated the players would get for the shortened season.
0: Mm, so, it could, Because you'd reach a point where it's cheaper to not play.
2: Yes. Okay. You'd lose less money.
0: Okay, so I uh, and
2: it's more. Uh, I'll admit it's more complicated than I understand because of the TV contracts and the rest of it. But I have it on very good authority. In fact, ESPN had an article that Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, says,
0: uh, "No fans, no play." Hmm. I was thinking that maybe the math work that you're paying these people anyway, so any money you make at all is better than nothing. But that's no. not the case. Correct. So yeah. they just so there might not be sports. Right. Wow. So we could actually. There might be, not be.
1: Baseball. I think basketball is making a a very concerted push to to get their season going uh, by the end of this year. I think.
0: Really? Yeah. But they can't do the bubble thing, right? You can't put people in bubble for an entire
1: season. No, they they. I don't believe it'll be bubbled. Um, there's been talks of uh, reducing travel by making. Uh, you play. You travel to a city once, and you play all your games against them, kind of like a baseball series. Oh, interesting! Um, and hmm. then, kind of going. Uh, so it, it, they're finding ways to reduce possible points of failure, but they they are not talking about doing the bubble again.
0: Boy, so but it could be a worse sports year than last year. That's wild. Well, We'll see.
2: I I would be very bummed by that. Oh, for obvious reasons. Oh, and well. so
0: no concerts in 2020? Right. I mean, 2021. Entirely possible. Wow. Yeah. Maybe the fourth quarter. There are uh,
2: enough people immune and or vaccinated or whatever uh, therapies have got. It's
0: possible. I don't know. You know, I think, I think. I don't know. I do, if most people do, have this feeling that next year will be closer to normal. But there's <laughs> little evidence to show that. Mm. That it might be the same or worse. Yipes. Yipes.
2: Coming up, whiskey that tastes like deer, diseased mink running across the globe, and forced lady part exams at the airport.
0: Whiskey that tastes like beer or deer? The kind, the antlered animal. Okay. Thought maybe you just misspoke. Whiskey
2: that tastes like beer. <laughs> that's interesting. Whiskey that tastes like deer. No, whiskey that tastes like deer. You sure that's
1: not a
0: misprint? Because <laughs> you think with beer and whiskey, <laughs> why, they're both would liquids? Just, why wouldn't you
2: just drink beer? <laughs> This has just come across. Nate Silver says Arizona should be taken Arizona. down from the column. Yeah. He says, I don't know. I guess if Arizona, forced me to make a pick, I sure as heck uh, don't know. I guess would be in the Biden column. But he says it's not a sure thing anymore.
0: I know we ruled it one way. We believe it. But uh, for him to move it out is uh, uh, if, if you're a high
2: five and you're a Biden fan, maybe you're, you're dancing before you get in the end zone.
0: So it's kind of funny that Nate Silver, who everybody's beating up on for getting the polling wrong when he takes Arizona off the Biden side and says it's too close, then that means... I don't know what that is. But he's no,
2: the heavyweight, Jack. It's like having a
0: heavyweight psychic. <laughs> <laughs> so just to bring you up to speed on the latest, Arizona has not been officially called by them. Um, and so it's still out there. Uh, Biden's ahead. But anyway, they're going to announce tomorrow. They said they probably won't have an announcement until t- t- tomorrow. Nevada is going to announce a little bit later today. But since Arizona's not known yet, unlikely that we're going to know who's president till at least tomorrow.
1: Nevada just updated with a small batch of stuff, and I believe Biden's lead went from 7,000 to about 11,000, but it was... Went a, up a little. Yeah. Fix!
0: Jeez, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, Joe. Uh, and then uh, Pennsylvania? They're what? Friday, um, probably? Maybe Saturday?
0: Yeah, they just announced they might have some information later today, but
2: whatever. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, Anyway. Wake me when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um,
2: Have you ever dreamed of a whiskey that tastes like deer? Stay with us. Nobody has, by the way. So
0: one thing on the Arizona (laughs) race, uh, an interview Wednesday afternoon with an Arizona official said, you saw some of the networks come out and call the race shortly after we got our first dump of ballots, he said. We were shaking our heads saying, yeah, this is really premature. So some of the people counting the ballots saw Fox and AP call Arizona for Biden and thought, how could they do that? We don't know who won. How do they know who won? Hmm. So maybe Arizona is in play. I don't know. Wisconsin, which went for, uh, Wisconsin and Michigan went for Biden yesterday, Wisconsin's within the little margin where you can ask for a recall if you want it. Recount. A recount if mm-hmm. you want it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the Trump people are going to, although there's no specific evidence of irregularity. Former governor of Wisconsin, Scott Walker, said, I got to tell you, we've done this a couple of times and it only changed votes by a couple hundred votes. Right. And you're several thousand behind. 20,500
2: votes apart. Yeah. So. The rounding error, the 542 votes is probably too much for recount, never mind the 20,000. Um, so, you know, they can give it a try, but uh, Michigan, by the way, what's the final number in Michigan?
0: That one was a little more solid win yeah, for
2: that's Biden. 2.7% apart as opposed to Wisconsin, which is 0.
0: .7. Which is just amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Arizona, the current number in Arizona, I think, you know what, let me refresh this just to make sure I'm not going to. Say something crazy. The current number in Arizona, they're making me do the math on this website, please. I'm a simpleton. 2.4 percent.
0: They used to say when I was younger, it was popular to say, well, you know, one person's vote doesn't count. People won't say that for a while. No. You got like 10 states where it's almost exactly 50-50. So it's worth voting. Yeah, absolutely. Craziness. We'll be all right waiting a day. Oh, yeah. And then uh, so uh, silliness in Georgia? We don't know who the two people are going to be when uh, whether Republicans are going to be the senators in Georgia. And it might take a runoff election January 5th to determine whether or not those two are Republican and whether or not that keeps the Senate in Republican hands. Mm -hmm. So we might not know that till January, which is just what we all need. I can't imagine the amount of money that will pour into Georgia. If that is the difference maker for control of the Senate, because that's really where the money is.
2: Well, and how much, holy cow, how much scrutiny will there be over the uh, uh, mail-in ballots that will be counted in heavily blue Atlanta for those special election, uh, you know, races? One's the regularly scheduled Senate race, and the other one is a special election because I can't even remember what happened. Somebody went and took another gig. Or something. Got offered to the manager of the local Petco. That's smart. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, there will be, like, gangs of people pouring over every ballot then some sort of fight to the death or vote or something. Who knows? Uh, that'll be crazy. Oh, we have to deal with another election in a couple of months?
0: That, that will be, be hugely, what, what, what hugely do, important. What? Hugely important. Why am if, I being punished? If Biden wins and control of the Senate is determined by one election in Georgia on January 5th. Holy cow. That's a big deal.
2: Two simultaneous elections. Just so people understand, there are two seats in Georgia, which never ever happens. Um, just happens to be because of the special election. The, the deal was they had, you know, 17 candidates on the ballot, and you had to take a, a majority, 50% plus one. Otherwise, there's a runoff. Well, it looks like there are going to be two runs off.
0: 15 of days? 15 days before Biden takes the oath of office if he wins? And then he either has control of the Senate and can do all that crazy stuff people have been talking about or not.
2: Right. Right. He gets the Senate as well. I move to Paraguay or Uruguay. I can never remember.
0: Don't pick the wrong one.
2: (laughs) You know what's funny is Steve Lopez of the uh, L.A. Times, who's usually pretty reasonable. I mean, he's a liberal, but (laughs) he's he's your reasonable liberal. You know, we could absolutely break bread and, and the rest of it. Um, and he's a good writer, and, and he's, I think, mostly a truth-teller. I was really shocked to, to read his column, In case of a Trump win, I'm weighing my options. Canada, Mexico, secession. Well, he does mention Mexico. He spends most of his time talking about uh, going to Canada. I mean, if his name was like uh, Carpentchuk or something, I'd think Canada. His name's Lopez, so I know. you go wherever you want. But, <laughs> uh, but he's actually semi-seriously... Uh, Talking about uh,
0: leaving the country because, goes on for quite
2: some time because if
0: Trump gets elected, reelected. but a specific, any specific, just can't handle Trump being president, evil, or is there a speci- the evil, the, evil, the is evil.
2: bullying and belittling, lying?
0: Hey, that, uh. that that seems like such a weird reaction to me. It's always seemed like a weird reaction. Anytime people say I'm going to move to another country, you I, don't try to convince people the your side makes more sense, or.
1: I think there's a bit of like the the people on the left don't really understand the peoples on the right's disdain for mainstream media. Like they understand it and they'll tell you, No, 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 I get it. I get it. I think there's a similar thing going on here where there's on the on the right, you really don't fully grasp the disdain that the left has for this man. Sure. Like you, you get it philosophically, but there mm-hmm. there is a deep. But you know, I, right? I don't feel it. I don't feel it. Right, right. Right. Yeah.
0: Although so you it might you might have to leave the country just to like feel comfortable then.
1: Just to uh, find a safe place. (laughs) Look yourself in the mirror. At least I did what I could. I didn't Uh support. I I don't know what that would be, but. Well, I have sympathy for people who think, okay, the governance
2: of this geographic location is something I don't want to deal with anymore. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. That makes witness the thousands of people leaving one of the prettiest places in the world. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that.
0: I'm probably going to do that myself at some point. Right.
2: Um, so, I get it, and I've said before, the United States is not a landmass at its core. It's a set of ideals. And if those ideals are no longer practiced on this landmass, I will find a landmass where they are. It's, it's fine with me. I've lived all over this country and in one foreign land when I was a little kid. It, it, it's not unthinkable for me to go somewhere. But not another country.
0: Sure. So, Why not? But how, Absolutely. how drastically I've looked into it seriously. But how drastically would it have to change? To actually do it? To leave the country, not a state. Oh um, because I, I was about to say the number of people that have declared I'll leave the country, I'll bet I'll bet you can count on one hand the number of people who've actually left the United States who made declarations like that. Oh my gosh.
2: Uh, where is it? I mean,
0: you know, not including like Johnny Depp and people like that who moved to
1: France. Also, an important to remember: crazy people. Exaggeration is a bit of the uh, the coin of the realm. Yeah, I know it
2: is. It says the world's biggest idiot.
1: Well, had, like a shot of whiskey that
0: tastes like deer?
2: <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, I wanted to read this to you. It's a note from I think we can. Yeah, Kelly, Johnny Walker Dennison. Kelly and I have been corresponding a bit. Venison, um, not Denison. Do we? Jeez, sorry. Do we still have that clip of the, the cute little girl who her mom asked her who the president was from a couple of days ago, or would that be really hard to find? Um. Anyway, it was uh, Kelly's daughter.
1: Oh, and really? Kelly cool.
2: and I have been corresponding back and forth. Um. And uh, Kelly and company live in Germany. They're Americans, but they're expats. They live in Germany. And I said, how's life in Deutschland? Nazi Germany. No, regular Germany. <laughs> Modern day Germany. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> And she writes, living in Deutschland has been a fantastic experience for us. Of course, there are some difficulties and quirks, but overall, we love it here. Life is a little simpler. Everything closes on Sundays. I love that. Work-life balance is respected, and kids have crazy amounts of freedom to explore and grow in their independence. Boy, that's interesting. They go to after-school programs where they build multi-story forts with hammers and nails and build fires with little supervision, walk to school without adults starting as young as kindergarten, take the public bus train to school downtown starting in fifth grade, I can go on and on. That
0: all sounds like my childhood in America. Right, so
2: I go back to But not my
0: kid's childhood.
2: uh, Right, but uh, I go back to your disbelief that anybody would do that. It it doesn't seem at all strange to me. Of course, I thought of doing that when I was in college, pretty seriously.
0: I don't speak German, though.
2: Well, you kind of don't have to. I've, I've looked at a lot of websites, best places for American expats to live. Craig, the healthcare guru, the data nut, has looked into the question, too. Just in case things... I mean, if, if Biden wins, gets both houses, he dies, Kamala Harris is the president, the filibuster ends, they pack the court, they add states, all that stuff they're talking about. Would I go somewhere where 60% of the population already speaks English? And I could learn a little conversational, whatever. Yes, the answer is yes, I would. Maybe. I'd have to see. I'd have to decide, see what Judy thinks and the rest of it. But hmm. no, I don't consider it unthinkable at all. I want to be somewhere that's more like America should be. So there you have it.
0: You're going to goose step around Germany.
2: I'm not. Fun- I don't think I would. Go- I, ima- hard to imagine why I would do that.
0: I just use my regular walk.
2: I am not fanatically patriotic about a geographical landmass. I am patriotic about a set of ideas. And if this landmass leaves those ideas, I will leave the landmass. There are lots of nice landmasses.
0: Deer-flavored whiskey. Yes! Are you going to tell us about it, or... Well, so Coming up next, will you finally get it's, to it?
2: It's one of three flavors, and to me, the deer-flavored one is the best of the lot.
0: And you're sure it's not beer-flavored
2: whiskey, because that, that makes sense. No, you just drink beer, because then you'd be
0: drunk. I just invented some vanilla-flavored
1: chocolate ice cream. No, that's just vanilla ice cream you invented. <laughs> uh, this is on the way.
2: Armstrong. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: To this point, I actually think there's going to be, in about 24 hours, a divergent interest between Donald Trump and the remaining Republican leadership. And that's going to become... So that's Rahm Emanuel, former chief of staff to Barack Obama, mayor of Chicago, smart political thinker. He thinks when it's over... The Republican leadership, and he's assuming Biden's going to win, is going to start breaking with the whole Trump crowd quickly.
2: Ah, uh, I believe that was probably true, yeah. One thing about Rahm
0: Emanuel, and that's my favorite political team, him and Chris Christie on ABC, but have you noticed he's missing a finger when he's gesturing and everything like that? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he's pointing at things, he's missing a finger. You know how that happened? Knife fight. Lost it in a bet. When he was working at Arby's as a high school kid, oh, he my lost Lord. his finger.
2: Oh, my Lord. Freaking Arby's.
0: And that's a not meat a curly fryer. <laughs> Jeez, that's gross. That's just something, though, isn't it? I mean, you would think you'd have a more... A, a different story than that. Arby's in high I would certainly school. tell a different story yeah. than that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this headline writer needs to be fired. This new whiskey tastes like deer. Seriously. It's one of three new whiskeys uh, unveiled by this brand that I'm not going to mention because A, they didn't pay for an ad, and B... Sounds disgusting.
0: Don't most people who like whiskey enjoy the flavor of whiskey? Most whiskey drinkers like the flavor of whiskey. They don't need a new flavor, do they? Yeah,
2: why do they need venison-flavored whiskey? But that's uh, the reason the headline writer should be fired. Um, Well, I'll tell you. The Deer is crafted with three-year-old white wheat whiskey. It allows the venison flavor to truly shine. Distilled with slow-smoked red deer venison and seasonal ingredients, including porcini mushrooms, cranberries, juniper berries, and green peppercorns. It's like some of the gins that got cranked out, especially like five, ten years ago, that were like potpourri baskets in your mouth. They're disgusting. But there are other brands, Jack, are corpse flower brandy. Not for the faint of heart. It's distilled with the famous, famously stinky durian fruit, dubiously dubbed the corpse flower. It's said to be just horrific.
0: Are there people that want that?
2: <laughs> and the finally, their singular eau de musk proudly features an old world flavoring technique that uses oil ex- extract from the
1: castor gland of the North American beaver. That's its anal gland, friends. I, I don't need glands in my whiskey. Beaver Anus Whiskey? That's not a good name. I mean, I'd buy that t-shirt. I'd see that band. Yeah, but I'm not drinking it. It's a sick enough. The
2: full-bodied, two-year-aged bourbon whiskey has a bolstered mouthfeel.
0: Not in my mouth, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm slapping my tail to danger.
2: <laughs> With a vanillin nose and notes of spice. The addition of birch oil, raspberry, and Canadian snake root, a woody spice akin to ginger mingled with the natural fruitiness of the castorium. You know, I've never, I've never done what it would take to know the natural fruitiness of that particular gland. Now you
0: have to be very intimate with a beaver. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, indeed. Definitely get, not the first date.
1: Tough to get consent too. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, let's see. And this stuff is uh, sixty-five
1: dollars a bottle. Man, there you that's go. <laughs> You can get such good whiskey for $65 a bottle. Oh, boy. I don't and,
2: know if i doesn't taste like a beaver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, the south end of a north-going beaver. It's not what I'm looking for in my whiskey.
2: Oh, my. <laughs> hey, yo, son. This is Final Cross with a and
0: Uh, Here's your host. I can't believe
2: I held on to that story till the end of the show. What a mistake. (laughs) Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He presses the buttons. He keeps us on the air. Michelangelo, final thought.
1: Yeah, I once went to a movie theater, watched a film, and just because I paid for it, I sat through the whole thing. I just couldn't wait for it to end. That's kind of how I feel about the election. I just want it to end. (laughs) Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought. Yeah, uh, earlier this year, Congress gave Americans the chance to raid their own four hundred one k accounts for uh, without penalty because of the pandemic. But according to Fidelity Investments, only about four percent of people did that. Shout out to you guys. That's uh, that's, that's that's some savvy uh, savvy money management there. Interesting, Jack. A final thought for the folks. I am
0: ready for whatever the next thing is that America is into. I don't know what it's going to be. I, I still predict a crash in interest in politics.
2: Hunger Games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pro bowling. Um, I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm ready for that next thing.
2: My final thought, and it's probably worth mentioning that, uh, you know, every day really after November 1st, I sport a full-length mink coat, is that Denmark, the world's largest producer of mink furs, plans to snuff all their minks in the country because the minks are infected with a mutated form of the novel coronavirus. Wow. Wow. Keep your lips off your beaver and uh, and don't be cuddling up to no live mink, either. The virus is mutated in mink. The mutated virus has spread to humans, said the prime minister of Denmark.
0: See, I didn't know. I didn't think COVID was going back and forth between animals and humans quite that way. I mean, I remember the tiger got one in the zoo and that sort of stuff, and it came from a bat. But um,
2: this, this is a serious story from a fairly serious news outlet. Well, yeah, a completely serious news outlet. And I have a feeling you'll be hearing more about this, yeah, probably. that ain't good.
0: Because remember, there was like one dog in the country that died from it, and their fear was, if we can, if it starts going to pets and back and forth to humans, I mean, we'll never stop this thing. Oh. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So
2: many people thanks a so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com for a lot of great stuff. A podcast, if you missed a segment, you can download them there. Uh, plus that video of Michael uh, Acosta's parody of CNN's election night coverage. So funny. Really funny. Send it to your friends.
0: How yeah. was your shift at Arby's today? Well, you know, I got promoted to assistant vice manager or something, but I also lost a finger. I have nine. Anyway, God bless America. You so. having a
1: good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's enough. <fun. laughs>
2: if you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and
1: disappointing. Not uh, good. And just. Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. When we heard the words.
2: It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you
1: want
0: to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools?
2: Armstrong and Getty.